You know, you know when he was on BET singing Gone in the black and white video, you knew in your heart of hearts that Justin Timberlake was supposed to be with a black woman. You're listening to Social Misfit. What's going on, Misfits? It's Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's. Happy, happy Valentine's. Happy Valentine's Day. I'm coming to you live from Las Vegas. I've been here all week performing at the Comedy Cellar at the Rio Hotel. I'm still in bed. Because, you know, that's the only thing you're supposed to do on Valentine's Day is lay on your back. (laughs) Um, But I uh, wanted to come back this week because I had so much more to talk about. And I've been in a hotel by myself. That's not true. That's not true. This go around, this is every time I come to Vegas, I learn something about how to make it a better trip. So this is like my fourth or fifth time here in the past like two years performing at the club. This time, I rented a car for the entire time, and I found a group on for a hot yoga studio, and so I've been going to class every day, and the first day I did a hot Pilates class, which I've never done before, but like, it's matte Pilates, so when I thought, when I saw Pilates, I thought it was going to be like on that contraption machine where you like lift yourself up and pull with the pulleys, but no, it was a matte pilates class so it also has like intervals of cardio so you do like jumping jacks and stuff it was actually a really a really cool class uh it also made me realize that i i i can reinvent my physical body because the teacher of the class is a woman in her 40s i don't know what part of the decade but she's in her 40s and so the great thing about this yoga place is called Vegas hot Las Vegas hot yoga if you go to vegashot.com they have great classes and they have like all of the teachers and basically everybody that works there like they have bios and stuff so I was able to like look her up and see her story and she was like she became a fitness instructor yoga teacher like later in life like maybe just a couple years ago like legit like within five years but this woman is a freaking beast her name is Edith she's a freaking beast a freaking beast. Let me tell you something. She's like on the like little riser platform so we can see her doing the exercises. She does all of the exercises for all of the sets, not just like one, two, and you guys finish. No, she does the entire exercise with us, uh, talking through it with a microphone on. And when I tell you these things, like we're doing squats and lunges and, and ab workouts and the hundreds, she's full conversation, no, nothing, not out of breath. She up there killing it, killing it. So I was thoroughly impressed with her and um, I enjoy the hot Pilates class and I want to see if I can try to find a place where I can do that in New York City. But shout out to Groupon for allowing me to uh, get my fitness on. And I need it. I need it just to balance out all of the trash ass food I've been eating up here. It's not, it hasn't been too, too bad. But like, we have access to the buffet. So I'll go to the buffet in between the two shows. And I'll just go get like some vegetables, which, you know, 
I'm grateful that they have like real vegetables. So I get like a plate of vegetables, you know, saute broccoli or, you know, whatever else they have. Asparagus, Chinese broccoli, bok choy, which I love. And then I'll get like a protein and um, what else? And then I'll get like a little dessert, like one of those little like key lime tarts. It's like the size of maybe like a silver, a silver dollar. But yeah, that buffet is not, is not my friend. You have to show a lot of restraint in the buffet place. You do. You have to show a lot of restraint, not only with your own plate, but like looking at other people's plates. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause sometimes I can't even like hide my face and I'm like, God damn, you eating all that. And that's not a good thing because people are on vacation and, you know, they want to just indulge themselves in a buffet. You know, when you're in a buffet, you're going to buffet. You're going to buffet in a buffet. You're going to buffet in a buffet. That's just simple as that. But this Valentine's Day, I want us all to love ourselves and to love those in our lives and really be appreciative because the world will be much worse off if you didn't have somebody to love. And I understand I'm saying that as a single woman. And I have been asked several times this week if I am attached, married, single, have a partner. And I say no. And I actually can say no. And it's not like, oh, man, I wish I had. And don't get me wrong. Of course, I would love to have a partner. But I also want it to be right, you know. And um, and I like a lot of times I know people who just hold on to relationships because they want to be in a relationship or they don't want to be alone, even though they're with a person who drives them batshit crazy. And so. I am very happy that I'm able to say, yes, I'm single. And there's not like that lingering inner pain like, oh, but I went, you know, definitely wish I had some dick. But that's a whole nother conversation. Speaking of uh, dick, I'm mad now because porn has been ruined for me. Not ruined, ruined, but so last night I was looking on Twitter and I came across this woman, a very courageous woman, mind you who wrote a story about how she was kidnapped and raped by two men when she was 14 and they videotaped part of it. And she had to, you know, it took her like years to get the footage removed from porn sites. And so she was contacting all these porn sites and saying like, listen, I was a minor. I was raped and kidnapped. Like this is a brutal video that you're posting and making money off of. And they didn't reply. And she finally like created a fake account as a lawyer. And then it came down within like days. And so it was just an article about how there's a lot of sexual assaults that are posted on these social media sites, these porn sites. And it's really hard for the victims to get things taken down. And it's like, fuck, man, I look at porn, not obsessively, but I do look at porn to, you know, get in the mood. And now I'm like, well, how do I know what I'm watching? And it doesn't help that people with their fucking freaky ass fetishes always want to put like some perverted ass title on it. So already I got to navigate the fucking search results with, like a land, like a landmine being like, okay, no, I don't want to see uh mom and stepson have sex while dad goes get pizza. No, I don't want to see no uh, sexy co-ed fucking the coach in the back of a tractor trailer 
while the team is doing sprints. I don't want to see all of that goofy shit, even though that doesn't really correlate to what the video is. But it's like somebody takes a, a video of porn and it's like, how can I skeeve this out? Let me come up with a crazy title that makes it sound batshit crazy. And then people still click on it like, I, yeah, of course. Yes, I definitely want to see the clown have sex with the balloon animal in the frozen food aisle. And then it's just like a couple having sex with like, you know, a bottle of water next to them on the bed. And they done done, they done turn the whole thing upside down. So I want y'all to help me find some consensual, ethically produced porn that I can watch without feeling like I'm a predator or a part of the problem. Please drop some recommendations in it. Please do. Yes, I would like, I'm try, I'm serious. I would like to find, I mean, come on. Like, I don't want to watch something and think that I'm a part of the problem. I'm contributing to it, you know? So how come someone hasn't created like, I mean, I guess you have OnlyFans. That's what people do on OnlyFans. Shout out to OnlyFans who has been upended by the sex industry. It was not intended. It was actually for like celebrities to talk to their fans. It was kind of like Patreon, but for celebrities or like athletes and stuff. And then the sex workers was like, oh, word, let me get up on there and make that money. But um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not joining OnlyFans. That's not... That's not happening. But I, I wish somebody would create like a porn site where it's like user um, user produced, like people upload their own, but like they're verified that like, no, we're a couple or I'm a single person and this other person is okay with this and nobody has like a hidden camera and nobody was drugged or abused, you know. I don't know. Maybe one day. What if I went into the porn industry? What if I became like Lariana Flint and just produced videos? I actually thought about that for like a hot second. Like in my 20s, I was like, I think I will be a good, I think I would be a good sex producer. I, I'm a great director in my mind. Like, I think I, I, I am a good director. I've had experiences where I've directed things like unofficially, but I could do because it was like a little moment where there was like like a feminist porn. I remember that or I remember seeing about feminist porn um, and one of those like HBO sex documentaries like real sex. Remember real sex? I used to watch real sex. Um, I think real sex is part of the reason why I have a healthy understanding of intimacy and sex like because it shows so many different facets facets of it. And so I wasn't scared or spooked like oh my god what is this it's like oh I saw that on real sex yeah let's let's have a conversation about it anyway so that's my valentine's day uh pep talk for all y'all out there if you're with somebody love on them hard tell them you appreciate them you know give them that good sex tonight use protection make sure that you get tested also if you are dating somebody, don't be embarrassed or weird about asking for test results. Like in this day and age, y'all can go get tested. 
I know when I went to my uh, gynecologist last year, I got tested for everything and I got my results in like two days and you can log into the website and see your test results. So all of that stuff about like, oh, I don't know what my results are like, mm -mm -mm -mm. no, you can show somebody your results. So make sure you get tested out there. Uh, especially all the little kids. I mean, I know they're not listening, but if you got little teenagers in your life or whatever, make sure they know they got to still, you know, use protection. Nobody's invincible. What else did I want to talk about? Okay, so I talked about yoga and Pilates and the mad woman. I talked about Valentine's Day and porn being ruined for me. Last night, so when I'm in Vegas, of course I smoke, but last night I took an edible and what I forget is that if I smoke, a, you know, a couple of days or a day or whatever the day before, and then I take an edible the following day, whatever THC is in my body gets a a a a activated on that damn edible. So I was super nice last night. I'm actually going to request the uh, video footage um, from the from both shows because I was zooted and booted okay and I got through it and it was good it wasn't like I know I was high I don't I don't think they were but I just want to see how I look visibly edible high and so um so after the show I came up to my room and I don't even know how I got into it but I started watching Brazil carnival videos so you know like the samba schools they have like so I did not realize, I don't know why I'd never seen it before, for like not firsthand, but on YouTube. Of course, you we all have an idea of what carnival is, and we all know that like Brazil has this massive carnival every year. And, you know, you're just thinking carnival. I'm thinking like how, you know, I know this is a bad correlation, but like in New York City, we have the West End Date Parade, and that's kind of like, you know, carnival-esque, and some people wear outfits or whatever even when I see you know my friends go to carnival down on like you know the islands like Trinidad and Barbados and all that stuff and it's like oh you're wearing a headdress and you got it no the carnival in Brazil is a massive massive production the floats alone okay are like pieces of art I mean I was just sitting there high as a kite, glued. First of all, I also was trying to figure out the dance move. That's what it was. I was trying to figure out, like, what is the dance that they do? Because I know the women, they, like, move their feet really fast, fast. And so I was trying to figure it out. And then I thought, this is a train of thought. This is how I got to this video. I was doing something else, playing music, probably dancing high as a kite. And then I was like, what was that dance that they do in the Brazilian? Like, what's the footwork? And so I went to look up the footwork and then I was like, wow, that has to be an incredible workout because they're just doing that all the time. And then I did a search and I found this video and it's from last year, 2019. And it's like 30 minutes long. It's like the highlights and they are killing it. They, I mean, the floats are incredible. The costumes are incredible. And basically, like, every samba school has, like, a woman who's, like, the queen of the samba school. And so she leads the group. And those women, their bodies are fucking phenomenal. They're dancing in, like, four or five-inch heels. Then I looked up, like, how the carnival actually goes. And so basically, like, there's two days where, like, the samba schools 
um, they do, they, they have their, per, per, not performance, but like basically they walk in the carnival. Yo, the carnival starts at 9 p.m. and goes to sunrise. Yo, sun. That's a lot of fucking samba in. That's a lot. So I was thoroughly impressed. So I encourage you all to go and look at the highlights of the Brazilian carnival because you will be amazed. Maybe it was just the weed talking, but that shit was majestic. It was for real majestic. And you just see like how all these people come together and like produce something so beautiful. (coughs) And it kind of is like, damn, we don't have anything like that here in America. We don't come together as a country and like produce beauty. We don't. Most of our like national bonding experiences are surround surround around sports. You know, we have Super Bowl. You have uh, the NBA championship, but you know, people don't really. It's not like a one. It's not like a one event thing that like brings everybody together. I know, like cities around the country, they have festivals. But, like, we don't, I don't know. We don't have anything that we do for beauty. Like, just to celebrate. Even 4th of July, we don't have, like, a parade, really. You know? I don't know. I think America's missing beauty. I say this as I lay in my bed, and my view this time from the hotel is the Trump Hotel. Ugh, I wish I was, I wish I was joking. But, like, from, from my pillow... The biggest building that I see straight out the window is the Trump Hotel in Las Vegas. And that's all I say about that. Speaking of freaking presidential candidates, can I just tell you how my blood is boiling over Mike Bloomberg? Now, Bloomberg is going Bloomberg, okay? But what is pissing me off is that people are jumping on the Bloomberg bandwagon without having done a basic Google search, okay? Now, New Yorkers, this is the second time we're in this position where we find ourselves trying to explain to the masses just how ridiculous a candidate is. We did it last time with Donald Trump. We said, we told y'all. We told y'all niggas. I told y'all niggas. Well, not not niggas, but um, we told the world he was racist. He's a con man. He's not as wealthy as he he says he is. He's had a bunch of failed businesses. He put out a full page ad in the newspaper trying to condemn the the exonerated fives, the Central Park Five originally. He is not a good person. He's delusional. He's unstable. He's a nut job. We told y'all all of that about Donald Trump, but y'all didn't listen because y'all was like, ooh, he's a billionaire. We was like, yeah, there's an asterisk next to that billionaire, but okay, if, you, if that makes you feel good. We told y'all you didn't listen. Didn't listen. So now here we are with Bloomberg. Now, rightfully so, Bloomberg is truly a, a billionaire. He's a successful bil- uh, billionaire. He's a successful businessman. He owns a media company. Womp, womp, womp. He was mayor for New York City. Now, this is where the fuckery comes into play. Mike Bloomberg, as mayor of New York City, me being a native New Yorker, can tell you this firsthand. He did a lot of things that fucked up the city. Number one was stop and frisk. Now, if you don't know what stop and frisk is, do, do a Google search. 
but it was a racist practice in, in, installed by the New York Police Department where they would stop black and brown people much at a much higher rate than anyone else to see if they were carrying weapons or drugs. And most of the time, like 99.9% of the time, they failed to find anything. But now you don't got somebody hemmed up in a legal system. Okay. And dealing with bail and bonds and all this other stuff. And it was a predatory practice. And now he's just now apologizing for that. But it's like, you a smart businessman. You know that this shit ain't yielding the returns that you wanted to yield. So why are you going to proceed with it? Because you don't really give a fuck. And because you're saying that you're getting crimes and guns off the street. And it's like, that's not the case. That's not the case. You're fucking up people's lives. So that's one. Two, he destroyed the the Department of Education and, and broke down a lot of the funding that went to public schools and ushered in a tsunami of charter schools in the New York public system, public school system, which I have my feelings about charter schools and y'all can say what you want. But if you are in a learning environment and they telling you that you cannot talk, you cannot talk loudly during lunch period. That's a prison system. That is not an elementary, junior high or high school environment for kids to grow and learn their voice. That is a prison system. But I'll digress. Um, he also changed the real estate environment in New York City. He declassified a lot of industrial areas and allowed them to be residential. And then you have this influx of this mass luxury uh, real estate boom that's happening and pushed out so many people who could no longer afford to live in New York City. And there was nothing in writing or nothing stipulating that, you know, people who need housing can get housing so it was just a bunch of like business deals and it's like we gotta stop thinking that just because someone's a business person that they are a good person it's like if you're a billionaire you don't like you know what's her name AOC there's a clip of her and she's talking about what it is to be a billionaire it's like you don't make a billion dollars you take a billion dollars and it's true because you have the lawyers and you have the know-how to finagle the system, get tax write-offs and breaks, and you just get more money back than the average person who spends a shit ton of money paying taxes. They don't have anything to show for it. So it's like, no, we don't need Bloomberg as president. And I really wish that people would stop associating intellect and, and like good human being personalities or whatever with like someone who has a lot of money like that is just not it's just not the case so I'm an I'm a hard-known Bloomberg he's not going to do enough to tax the rich because he himself is rich and he and all his friends are rich so he doesn't he's not he's not going to really care about the working class he's not going to do a lot to to save middle America he did a bunch of fucked up shit when it came to like redlining and and predatory lending in new york city like when we had the market crash he also fucking changed the rules like this is like red flag number one he changed the rules he was a two-term mayor and he changed the rules so he can serve a third term and then change them back so no one else could do it like come the fuck on people like just stop stop being dumb stop being dumb like he is not going to be any different than any other billionaire who is self-serving and looking out for the interests of their friends. That's all I have to say about Bloomberg because it really pisses me off. (sighs) 
Well, I also wanted to talk about how um, I'm kind of on a dating site. I know I should have started with that for Valentine's Day. But I'm not going to say which one it is, but I'm kind of on a dating site. And let me just tell you how I forget that I'm on the site. And so people will reply to me and then I won't reply for like four days. And I'm just like, maybe you're not ready for this life because you keep forgetting that you got to write these motherfuckers back and show that you're interested. And it's like, but I kind of want, I want it to be easier than that. I don't know. But I took, (laughs) I took motherfucking four days to reply back to one guy. Okay. So I said, hello on February 7th. He said, Hey, what's going on? I don't even try to do like a crazy killer opening line. You going to get hello. If we match, first thing I'm saying, hey, how you doing? Hello. I'm not saying, oh, wow, great dog. Is that a lab? I'm not doing all of that. I'm not going to come up with no funky first question. Like my friend Reggie Conquest, he uh, he says a joke about how when he's talking to women, he's like, yo, what's up? You eat wings? Like that's his opening line like you eat chicken wings and they were like yeah I eat wings or no I don't eat wings and then he goes from there but I'm not doing it either so that was the seventh we first talked on the seventh I said hello he goes hey what's going on I write back on the eighth the next day telling him not much blah 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 working on the road he goes oh funny I'm on the road too why are you there and then I reply back February 13th oh I had a show now I'm in Vegas. <laughs> Crazy. I'm terrible. I'm terrible. I need to get my shit together. So my mouth is really dry because that's what happens when you like, I guess it's like, a, I'm not a hungover high, but you definitely get very dry in the mouth when you uh, consume. I do when I consume a lot of cannabis. So a couple of days ago on Twitter, a woman who I don't know, but I saw this post. She said, oh, honey, y'all don't know about Brad Demarius Pitt. And it's her name is Nicole. And I don't know how to say her handle, but it's A-L-A-M-A-N-E-C-R. Let me tell you something. That's why, that is why I put underscore in my handle because I like to see my name and I want people to see my name so all my handles for Instagram and Twitter and now TikTok is like Chloe underscore Hilliard I think my TikTok is three underscores because someone probably me already had Chloe underscore Hilliard and I don't remember the password for my TikTok shout out to TikTok um, you're the latest craze I'm on TikTok I have like three videos but indulge and have fun so that's Chloe underscore 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 Hilliard on TikTok. So it's just hard. It's just hard for me to like figure out how to say people's names. But um, who's, who's blowing me up? But um, her name is Nicole. So then it's a picture of Brad Pitt with a stunning black woman who looks like I don't know who she is. But let me tell you something. This 80s weaves those 80s weaves like those first weaves were pretty damn good and 
I don't know what kind of hair this is this woman has on, but she's absolutely stunning. She has on um, like a, a black jacket with like a red like velvety little vest over it. And she's holding a full cup of alcohol with black leather gloves. Brad Pitt is standing in front of her, doe-eyed, fresh-faced, with a really uh, worn leather motorcycle jacket. This woman's curls are popping. She's giving me like Janet Jackson um, velvet rope curls. You know, the Janet Jackson velvet rope curls, but it's just like jet black. Her makeup is beat, even for the 80s, because, you know, 80s black makeup was ashy as fuck. She got lashes on popping. She's stunning. I don't know who she is. She's uncredited, but she is um, cuddled up to Brad Pitt. Then the second picture of Brad living his best interracial romance life was with him and Robin Givens. And I don't know if y'all knew this, but yeah, he dated Robin Givens. Shout out to Robin Givens, who I've never met and don't know. I know she's not going to hear this, but I just had a thought. It's like, yo, legit, me and my mother were watching Boomerang, like before I left. And Robin Givens and Halle Berry are the leading ladies in the movie. And Robin Givens was like this smart, you know, business savvy man eater, basically. And she's a good actress. She's a great actress. She has a great look. And, you know, I realized that, like, if she was white, like, she would be Jennifer Anderson or, or like Angelina Jolie. She probably would be like Angelina Jolie. But if Robin Givens was white, she would have had a long, flourishing, paid ass career in Hollywood. She would have been the leading lady. She would have done action. She would have done romance, maybe some comedy, rom-com for sure. She could have been right up there with Sandra Bullock, with Julia, uh, what's her name? Julia Roberts. Like for real, like that is crazy to me. Like if you look at like her films and oh gosh, I mean, for sure she should have been a starlet, but you know, she was black in the eighties and I digress, but at least she got a little piece a Brad Pitt so they dated for a while and they're sitting at a table with like matching hats and nerdy glasses and then most recently Brad post was it drug or alcohol addiction he went to rehab or something like that after he divorced Angelina Jolie and their tribe of kids and now he's at this year's Oscars and he's holding hands and helping Regina King in her gown. And he just has his face on like, yes, honey, I'm here to serve. And his face is nice and clean. And, and you know, so basically Brad Pitt is here with three different black queens living his best life. Smiles for days. And so I replied to this and I said, I think there's a direct correlation to the hot white guy who self implodes later in life because he really wanted to be with a black woman all along. Blinks in JT. Now, JT stands for Justin Timberlake. Now, y'all know damn good and well when y'all first saw NSYNC and you first saw Justin Timberlake and he was out there leading the pack and doing his choreography, even though he was with Britney Spears at the time. Once he went solo, once he linked up with Timberland, once he was out there doing songs of Jay-Z, you knew before, way before he pop Janet Jackson titty out during the Super Bowl you know when he was rocking them cornrows to the back with the bedazzled head bandana on you know you know when he was on BET singing gone 
and black or white video, you knew in your heart of hearts that Justin Timberlake was supposed to be with a black woman. You just knew it. You just knew it. You was like, he likes black women. He need to be he need to be with a black woman for sure. Hands down. He need to be with a black woman. When you knew when he opened up his soul food restaurant and he was talking about how good his mac and cheese was, you knew that he needed to be with a black woman. It was no ifs, ands, or buts about it. He was like, I was just like, oh, he's gonna be with a black woman and he'll be happy. But nope, he didn't do it. He didn't do it. Nope. Justin Timberlake, he didn't do it. He he succumbed to the pressure of being in this entertainment business because the truth of the matter is, and I can attest to this firsthand, is that white women do not fuck with white men who fuck with black women. Like facts. Fucking facts. Okay. I recall after college, so in college, I played basketball, Division Three, but whatever. So the basketball teams, the men and the women, we always traveled together whenever we had conference games. It would always be a doubleheader, cost-effective. So we would all pile into the bus. We all go to the airport. We all fly to whatever city we go into to play the game. So on those bus trips and all that nonsense, we, you know, got close with the guys' team, and we would shoot the shit and crack jokes and, you know, whatever, kick it, hang out with them. And most of the team, the women team too, but like most of them were white. But there was a couple of like the guys on the team that, you know, especially like the black girls, we would just like be cracking jokes with, you know, and they were like, they were like typical white guys. They wasn't white guys who try to be black. They were just like straight up white guys from the suburbs, whatever. And, you know, we would have good conversations. We would talk about like, you know, some serious things, whatever. So there was just an understanding. There was a friendship. There was a rapport that was created over the course of playing basketball for what I was on the team for two years. Anyway, so fast forward, I graduate school. I'm like working somewhere, you know, in media. I go to some bar. I run into one of the guys and, you know, we all had nicknames for each other. So I'm like, oh my God, I don't know this. I'm just saying, this is not a real nickname, but I'm just like, oh, my God, Linus, because this guy, he like looked like a Peanuts character. So I'm just going to say Linus. Oh, my God, Linus, so good to see you. He's like, oh, my God, Chloe, it's been so long. We like, you know, he's like with a group of people, but we see each other and like instantly like, oh, my God, we go give each other a big hug and we just chit chatting and talking. And you could just see all of the white women around him were like, who the fuck is this black woman? Why do you know her? Why is she hugging you? Why are you so happy to see her? Like, they just could not get it. They could not get it. He was trying to introduce me to them. They were just like, wet paper towel handshake. They was just trying to figure out in what in what way would he ever be connected or or identify or relate to a black woman. They were fucking baffled. Baffled. So I know in my heart of hearts that if Justin Timberlake had listened to his true, true self and had a relationship with a woman of color, <laughs> honey, 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 he would not be the Justin Timberlake. He'd be Robin Thick. That's what he'd be. He'd be fucking Robin Thick. He'd be Robin Thicke because Robin Thicke has to have a black audience because white women will never buy his motherfucking music because once they know that he was with a black woman, Paula Patton, they're going to be like, well, he ain't talking about me. So that's not a love song that I want to listen to. Yes, I'm serious, y'all. I'm serious. And so based on my theory, that's the reason why Justin Timberlake 
was seen with his black co-star or whatever project i'm sure they probably shelved that whole fucking project it was like no we ain't gonna make no money because he was seen holding hands with his black co-star while filming this film they gonna scrap that whole movie because justin timberlake their white king has crossed and blurred the lines and now he's been tainted he's been tainted by his black woman co-star that harlot how dare she touch his hand on that balcony in public where everybody could see them how dare he agree to go out with her for drinks knowing that he could be seen on video and he's married with kids how dare she tempt him that jezebel she tempted him now we got to scrap the whole movie y'all we got to cut the whole movie because the white women are not going to go see him knowing that he was touched by his black woman co-star anyway so you have him now apologizing for his actions apologizing to his family for embarrassing them but it's just like well what's the embarrassment that she was with another woman on a balcony or that she was black like <laughs> get into that subtext so Justin Timberlake is probably going to say he has a drinking problem and go to rehab all this other stuff and same thing with Brad Pitt Brad Pitt oh I got you know I'm addicted to whatever drugs blah 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 and it's just like if you was just allowed to be with the black queen that you wanted to be with all along you wouldn't be having this existential crisis and running down a rabbit hole of addiction I mean I'm I am grossly generalizing here, but I do think there is. I mean, for shits and giggles, of course, I'm being extreme, but I do think that there is a little undertone of reality in my thought process when it comes to this, because I know how often white men fetishize or fantasize or truly, truly, truly admire and want to be with black people or women of color, but they can't because they'll be kicked out of the white privilege team. That's just my theory. So that was my tweet of the week that people have been definitely retweeting and liking and it sparked a lot of conversation. So that in my um, my rage at people seriously considering Mike Bloomberg, those are the things that I've been engaging the most with on uh, Twitter this week. And you can follow me on Twitter. Chloe, like I said, Chloe underscore Hilliard on Twitter, Chloe underscore Hilliard on Instagram, and Chloe three underscores on TikTok. And above all, of course, I hope you guys are enjoying my book. I'm going to have a post next week's episode is going to be with my longtime dear friend who I actually uh, write about in the book. We have a great sit down conversation. So look forward to that next week. And I'm also going to hit you back with another moment. So, you know, next week will be two episodes. It'll be Monday, uh, my Monday morning, you know, misfit moments. I'll be traveling. My flight out of Vegas is really early. So it'll be at some point in the day that I drop that episode. And then um, the later in the week, I'll have the full full episode with me talking with my dear friend who is in my book fuck your diet so that's all i got for you guys this week thank you for hanging out with me happy valentine's day love suck fuck on somebody uh do it for me because i'm here by myself in vegas you know what i'm saying i can't even watch porn because i feel like i'm a part of a sex trafficking syndicate so i can't watch porn anymore but you know bust a nut for me okay and when you climax say oh chloe and i'll hear it and i'll feel all the love thank you guys for listening enjoy your weekend be safe love you love on somebody i'll talk to you soon